Welcome to Panfish Nation, along with Mark. I'm Lyle and Mark. We got Josh Dunnigan, the weekend angler, with us tonight. Hey, Josh, how's it going? What's going on, bud? Hey, Mark, how's it going, guys? Fantastic. We're going to do some jigging here in a minute. <laughs> pour some jigs. <laughs> we're going to pour some jigs. We're going to we're going to powder coat some jigs. But there's a couple of things I want to go over first, guys, if you give me just a second. I read a message this morning on Facebook from Katie Collins. If any of you seen that, you know that she has COVID. Please keep Katie in your thoughts and prayers. It's a very serious uh, thing going on with her right now. And, and she watches all of our shows. She does all the stuff that, that everybody does that has anything to do with what we do as a fishing community. So please, please take care and give her, give her a prayer. If you're, if you believe in that kind of stuff and keep her in your thoughts, if you just send her a message, I'm sure that she'd appreciate that because she's in pretty bad shape with this stuff. Uh, don't forget about our old buddy, James Dockery. I think about him every day. Um, He's been doing better, but he has his days. He's still, I'm not sure what it is that he's got. We're not going to get into that. He just don't feel good. So, uh, but he'll be back when he does. He'll be back to fishing all the time. And there was somebody else. Oh, James, um, the Chad's dad. His father-in-law, um, I believe. Right? Yeah. I know his father. Yeah, his dad is in the is in the hospital with some serious problems. And um, I know Chad's a good old boy, and uh, we all watch his stuff. We need to make sure that we keep him in his thoughts and prayers. And uh, he pulled a muscle. I'm not going to get into what he was doing when he pulled it. I'm not going to yeah. go that far, but it's the Chad. So you can figure it out for yourself. <laughs> but <laughs> So yeah, prayers going out to Katie, obviously Dockery and, and Chad's dad. Uh, we really like we we will keep you guys in our thoughts most. Of yeah, them. absolutely. And, and, and soon, folks, well, Cindy's nephew or my nephew too, I guess. Um, Forty years old, stage four colon cancer. Uh, he's taken the, the, all the treatments and all the stuff. I'm not going to get into that, but I know she'd appreciate it if you guys would would keep him in your in your prayers too, because. Um, what a great kid, 40 years old. He's just a super guy, and, and we think the world of him. And and uh, on top of having that, he's got COVID. So. Also, Matt over at Want to Be Outdoors wanted to remind us that Randall Rhino Outdoors, his wife has cancer that she's battling now. Yes, uh, yes, I forgot that. Thank you, Matt. Two. Yeah, appreciate that. But anything else you guys can think of before we get started? Uh. Yeah, all I want to say is, did you see Chad kind of behaved himself tonight? Not really. That's because there was a pastor in there. <laughs> I might have to go back and watch that. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to. We might have to pay one. You know, do some donations to the church and have him show up at the bait shop. I think that's day. probably a great idea. I would be. I would be in on the donations for that. Keep him, keep hey, Becca, how are you doing? Hello, Becca. How are you, dear? Mm -hmm. Let's do some call-outs, Lyle. You think Let's I should... do that. Yes, sir. All right. We we have Abbott Fisherman. Abbott's going to be on my show next Monday, Lyle. Awesome. He's a great guest. I had him here a while back on Catfish Weekly. Enjoyed yeah. it very much. You guys have a great show. Absolutely. I can't think of too many other people that do more for the people getting started in, in this catfish community, creator-wise and, and so forth. He helps a lot of people in need, so he deserves Absolutely. a lot of attention. Absolutely. So. Miss Chrissy Brown, how are you doing, Chrissy? Hopefully our prayers are out for you, too. Hopefully you're healing up great, dear. Cindy Stokes, hello, Mom. How are you? 
Dan Thompson, what's up, my friend? Uh, the great Eric Massey Jig Company, what's going on? Eric, he just posted a, a couple of videos, a little longer video where he uh, uh, wrapped a black and a green uh, jig on a wall I had. It was pretty nice looking stuff. Yeah, he awesome. He a little bit about... Uh, uh, about that hardest nails and what it does to power coat. So if you guys are wondering why a power powder coat will come off when you're using cell, uh, hard as nails, uh, you know why. Check out that video to find out more. Great uh, information we, on that. We have Ernie Brown. What's going on, Ernie? Hope you're taking care of Chrissy well. Um, I, I believe that he is. Fins and Fowls, what's up, my friend? There he is. Fishing with the Chad. What's up, buddy? Good show tonight. Uh, we'll talk later. Gene <laughs> Hillman, what's going on, buddy? Get hooked on D fishing. What's up, D? John Boy's catfishing. What's up, my friend? Lance Makuge, Hawaiian fisherman. I hope I said that right. Uh, we'll just say the Hawaiian fisherman. What's up, my friend? There you I'm go. Jealous. When I hear that name, I, I think of lots of good, good things. That's fishing, right. Fishing Hawaii is one great supporter of all the shows. Rebecca, Miss Mud Trap, zero seven one five. Lyle, I think she just had her twenty uh, sixth uh, birthday back in July. Who's that, Rebecca? Rebecca, yeah, that's what that zero seven one five. That's her birthday. Yeah. Wow, that's Philip, awesome! Happy birthday, Becca. Philip Williams, what's up, my friend? Robert Andrews, who's here every week. What's going on, at, uh, Robert? Super Dave three sixty five. I saw him hanging out in SK's Crappie Catch Adventures live chat last night. He's a, a mod over there. He does a great job. He is a super nice guy, and he, he's in a lot of those kind of um, flight. Uh, jig tying stuff. We're absolutely thrilled that he would join us on Panfish Nation. I agree. Terry Lane, what's up, Terry? We have Kelly over at the Bullock Experience. Uh, look, we have this Josh, the weekend angler guy out there. What's going on, Josh? <laughs> Trophy Seekers Outdoors. We have Frank over at Twisted Fish and TV. Matt, uh, want to be outdoors. Let's see if I, Chris Uselton. Uh, let's see who else. Dan Thompson, I believe I got. Gene Tillman. I think everybody, Lyle, if I missed anybody and you noticed them in chat, would you do me a favor and holler them out for us? I will, but I don't. There's Frank with Twisted uh, Fishing TV. Absolutely. I don't uh, see any more. I think he covered a pretty good John Boy's catfishing, maybe. Um, uh, I think I got him, but we can say it again. John Boy's yeah. catfishing, welcome, bud. Gene Tillman, I don't know if you got him or not, but if we get some more that come in, we'll try to get you, Papa. Uh, Ed, I think, is in here. I did. I did miss him. Okay. But we will uh, we will stay after that, and uh, we appreciate you all joining us tonight. We're going to have a great show. I Josh, how, what's Sean that? from Great Outdoors Exploring. There he is. I just there, saw him. Heck yeah, man. Josh, how's it going, buddy? Good, Lyle. How about you guys? Not Good too to bad. I, I did not know until we talked recently that you – done powder coating and jig making um great hobby goes hand in hand with jig tying <laughs> yeah. it's uh i tell you what you start out pouring lead and uh you know probably like a lot of people i started out just pouring sinkers and uh it's addictive every time you go to the bait shop you end up coming home with a different mold because you right oh, you gotta have this you know but <laughs> You, um, how much trouble do you have getting lead? I don't have a whole lot of trouble finding lead. It's getting it uh, from the form that I buy it into these uh, little lead muffins that I mm -hmm. make. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I buy from a guy over in Indiana. He uh, he has a contract with a few of the local uh, indoor shooting ranges over there. So I buy all the range lead from him. It goes into a big cast iron Dutch oven and uh, gets melted down. You scoop out all the copper jackets, and what you're left with is the is the lead, and you end up pouring that into little muffin tins. But it takes, it takes me longer to get it uh, ready to go in the electric lead pot than anything else. So. so let me ask you a question about that. Is that simpler to do with range lead? Is that easier to do than wheel weight tires uh, lead? Absolutely. Because okay. any, any, any more, it's hard to find lead wheel weights. Most yeah, of they've gone away from that, I guess. They've got zinc, which you, you have to be careful because uh, zinc don't melt at a at, or zinc's melting point is just a little bit higher than lead. So if mm -hmm. your uh, if your fire's up a little high on your on your Dutch oven, you'll melt that zinc, but this electric pot won't get that hot, so it won't do it. And right. you end up like looks like kinetic sand or play doh in your lead pot. And you ruin nice. a pot. Uh, you know, I've got a couple of them machine lead melters like that. I consider them total loss. I bought them from a guy who said one worked and one leaked. Well, they both just pour out lead faster. And I want, if you would like them for spare parts, the next time we're going to be somewhere, I will empty the lead out of them and bring them to you. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I just had to, uh, this one I would have almost called a total loss uh, about a month ago. Uh, over time, you know, they just, lead's corrosive. It, it's The stuff in it's corrosive. And it'll start to eat up that little valve. And I took everything apart and drilled it. And I guess I got a little too happy with the drill and <laughs> poured out of the bottom here. But <laughs> even though Lee says that if your lead pot was built after 2020, that the parts don't fit, this is one of their brand new product, uh, cauldrons with the uh, valve and the spout. They fit straight into this thing. Nice. It, Cost me like twenty dollars to fix it. Nice. We uh, hey, real quick, I'm guys. Kelly, Kelly at the Bullock Experience brought to my attention. Uh, um, we need to keep fishing with Sabrina's mom in in our prayers. She's in a hospital, not doing very well. So absolutely, that kind of explains why why we haven't seen her in a while. So prayers go out to her too. Absolutely. Yeah. Anybody like that? And any time that anybody has somebody that they know that are related or involved in our fishing family, just let us know. We'll be happy to bring Absolutely. that up. Uh, you'd be surprised what prayers would do for somebody. Absolutely. So you were talking about the parts fitting retroactively, right, to all the newer ones? Yes. they. Uh, if you get on Lee's website, they say that they don't fit, and I figured I'd take a chance anyway and uh, – it, it fit in there. The only the only thing that I had to do was there was there was one spot on mine that has a machine screw or, or has a uh, sheet metal screw in it. I had to drill that hole to make it fit, and that was there's only there was the only difference between the old cauldron and the new one is it was missing one hole. Now, are you a cauldron? Which are is that the pot the pot itself? That's the yeah. That's this is actually that that's an insert that goes inside inside that. Uh, the lighter color aluminum there is the uh, uh, heating element that wraps around that pot. So I replaced this pot and the uh, the little valve that lifts and lets the lead pour. Okay. Okay. 
I need, I yeah, need I say, I'm not going to fool with it. My, my way of melting lead is I've got a great big aluminum pan that Cindy allowed me to have. It was brand spanking new. has got a handle on it. And I set it on my fish fryer. And I melt that lid and skim the stuff off of the top of it. And the whole time, my my uh, uh, deals that you pour the lid into, the dyes, they're sitting there heating up. And when I pour them in there, we just keep, once I start, we'll, we'll do maybe 100, 150 pounds at a whack. I had Mark laughing at me the other day. I was uh, I was getting some lead ready while we were talking on the phone. And uh, uh, I told him what I was using to flux my lead, and I, he got a little bit of a laugh out of it. But uh, I go to uh, the Home Depot, and I pick up those wax rings for a toilet. Nice. And I'll take and get me a spoonful of that wax ring and put it in that lead pot. It melts out over there and catches fire, and your whole pot will be on fire for a second. No when kidding. You, when that burns off, you skim that stuff off the top and you can see yourself in that lid. Wow. That's amazing. I never thought about that. That's a great idea. And those things only cost about a dollar and you'll get you'll get five you'll get four or five, depending on how much lady you have in your pot, you'll get four or five uh, things out of those out of, out of one wax ring. That's awesome. And for a buck you can buy a couple of spares. It's true. Bubble, oh, it's says sawdust works. I never sawdust? tried that. Never tried that either. I've seen people use sawdust before. Sawdust, hey. sawdust does work. I just have a hard time. Uh, it always ends up with a bunch of other stuff in it. So I don't want my lead pot. Here's my thinking about the sawdust. You probably ought to keep it, and make plywood out of it, or particle board, and you could save you some money. <laughs> yeah, you, you just had. You that sawdust, glue that sawdust together, make some particle board, and then you could just pay somebody else to pour your sinkers for you. There you go. There you pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry about you guys seeing such a glare from my glasses. Um, if I put them down where they don't glare, I can't see nothing. So uh, we're just going to have to deal with it till I figure something out. I, I'm going to have to move the camera to a different angle or something, but uh, surely it's not that bad. Mark's is pretty good. Today but, it is. Uh, I got. I have to look down. It's kind of tricky. I've been waiting. Yeah, uh, that is. gentleman, Tim, who's got that uh, uh, YouTube channel that helps uh, creators and filming and stuff. He promised me he was going to do a video on on how to how to do uh, how to video how to do live streams without glaring your glasses. So yeah, that'd be awesome if he does that. I'd like to see that. That'd be great. <laughs> but if you can see like Josh does. And got that shiny bald head, you yeah. don't have to worry about it. You know, that's like you know the the, the doctors that used to wear those things that went up here and, and yep. Yep. it. So I don't I don't have to have one of those. So no, Matt, I'm not taking my hat off. <laughs> <laughs> I look just like Josh. <laughs> Should I time him out for that, Lyle? No. Oh, okay. Put my finger you. on the trigger. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Creepy's giving me a hard time. She must be feeling better. Absolutely, I hope she is because with the minute when I was watching that video when she fell, and the minute it started raining, I um, thought I told Cindy, I said that's exactly the reason why I don't try to bank fish much anymore because they get every bank that I'm around is like that. It gets slick, and you know I don't want to fall over and and break a dockery or something. You know. <laughs> 
So John Boyce Catfishing says if you ask at Home Depot where they cut where they do the demonstrating, you can uh, get the sawdust there for free if you're looking for it. Really cool. That's great information right there. It's good to know. Uh, yeah. So what are you going to show us tonight? Um, well, uh, we're going to pour a couple different types of jigs tonight. We're going to uh, we're going to be pouring some what they call a shad dart, and that is uh, it's a flat nose jig that will kind of deflect off of rocks whenever you're pulling it through. And then we're going to be pouring a more traditional uh, round-headed jig with a uh, with a double barb on it for uh, holding soft plastics. So we can get our... We start like, getting, the wire, like the wired barb or the lead barb? Uh, this has the lead barb on it, Mark. The lead barb? Okay. Yeah, but it's just got a double lead barb on there. And we'll, we'll start loading these things up. We've got some hooks ready. There's Ryan Bortz's made it. Glad to have Ryan in. Great guest we had him here a while back. Awesome guy. Trophy Seeker Outdoors. I see Fishing with Squirrel came in. Takedown Catfishing with Kenneth Powell. Welcome, guys. I have to say, of course, you know me. I'm going to say something right, wrong, or indifferent. But I believe, in fact, I know for a fact that Daryl Morris with Trophy Seeker Outdoors will be our guest next Monday night. On Catfish Weekly. Look forward to it. Be a fun show. Got a surprise for you in that show. He sent me some stuff a while ago. Be sure to watch his video that's coming out Monday. It'll be something to get you a hoot on. So, Josh, let me ask you this. Um, now, I know that you need to warm up those molds, right? Yes. Before you pour. Before you start to pour. And I have a... Uh... I've poured a couple blanks. What uh, you could you can do a couple different things. One, if I know I'm going to be using a mold, I might just set it on top of my lead pot for a bit. Okay. And just setting it up there is enough to uh, let it start getting a little bit of heat in it. Uh, these smaller molds, uh, like this this round-headed uh, jig mold that I'm loading up now, it pours four eighth-ounce and four quarter-ounce jigs. So it doesn't really have a large cavity. Uh, so we really we don't really need to preheat this one too much. After the first pour, it's going to be warm enough, and uh, uh, I went ahead and poured a dummy pour in it before the before the show started anyway. But, I also uh, see some people put it over a candle so that black soot gets on there. This yes, yes, that uh, that's uh, smoking that mold uh, that that helps it release a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Sell you know they they sell expensive stuff you can spray on your mold and holding it over a candle is better. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, I, I can money on that stuff. I can tell you something else that works really good. If your wife uses Pam spray on her cooking stuff, you can spray that on there and they'll just pop right out of there. Really? Yep. But if you, if your wife is like Cindy, you better make sure that you don't use much of it or you get her a new can. Yeah. In trouble real easy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yes, you can. And we're going we're going to be pouring a little bit differently. Uh, instead of, instead of the uh, the rounded uh, jig hooks, I'm going to try to get one of these up here. See if y'all can see it. Let me find something. Oh, that I like your uh, evacuation system and the fan in the window there. That works out really well. Got the, got the window in the shop open. Just got the uh, got the old box fan in there, and it's pulling everything out this way. So. Does that keep all the, the smell out of the house? 
Well, I'm at, I'm actually this is an outbuilding lot, so. Oh, okay. Doesn't matter then. Trophy Seeker Outdoor says he uses WD-40 on his molds. I'm, that works really good on hinges on them molds. Well, I will say this. I've got, uh, it's hard to see here, but I've got a uh, a red uh, red bin here that I use when I'm pouring sinkers that have to have a full pin. And that is thread uh, cutting oil I put in there. And I'll wipe that, that full pin down to that, that heavy thread thread cutting oil. Great idea. It'll pull right out of there. It smokes like a chimney, but it works good. Puppo, it says, Pam will wrinkle your lead. Graphite spray works great. I know it does, but I don't care. And I don't think the fish mine too much. But it does put little wrinkles in there. You are we're, correct. We're going to be using, let's see if it, it'll show up now. Uh, can you guys see that? We can. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're going to be using sickle hooks tonight. On like these. sickle hooks. I love them. I started using those. I was losing skip deck. And I... Very seldom lose a skipjack now that I start using sickle hooks. That's awesome. Cody with three plus one outdoors. Welcome to chat. I also see your friend Kim Burnett's in the house. What's going on, Kim? Kim, one of the most awesome jig tires there is. He's a great guy. Man, he was a great guest when we had him a few weeks Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. He is a regular, I believe, now on SK's Crappie Kitchen Adventures on Wednesday evenings. And he goes live on Facebook throughout the week periodically. So if you see Kim Burnett on there, you should subscribe to him, send him a friend request, do whatever you got to do because some of the stuff that he makes is just absolutely phenomenal. Trophy Seekers Outdoors says something that was kind of funny. It says, Catfish don't care about wrinkles, but my wife does. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jeep's in the house. What's up, Uncle Jeep? How you doing, bud? <laughs> That's funny. We got our first pour down there. That one. I'm gonna keep filling this mold while we're talking. And we'll pump us out some of these things. Let me ask you a question, Josh. Something that I do on larger because I've never made any small ones like you're doing there. The uh -huh. ones that I do are big ones for fishing rivers and catfish and stuff. Um, Sometimes, if I don't think the mold's hot enough, I'll leave it set in that mold and heat it up after the first one or two. Do you have to do that, or do you uh, ever do that for jigs? On these small ones, no, Lyle, but uh, on, the, on the bigger ones, yeah, I might let the first first couple pours sit in there for a little bit, but I don't want to let them sit too long because it seems like once they start to cool, they don't really want to come out of that mold. That's a fact, and when them handles get get uh, thank you for sharing our our link out kevin we appreciate that so much um when them handles get hot they're a little hard to hold on to but they I do get hot <laughs> you, you can make those handles smoke uh, don't yeah have to. yeah that's exactly right you know how don't you <laughs> i know how i've got i've got some now that i gotta buy replacement handles for yeah yeah if, if you guys like the content that we're sharing with you each week, please like and subscribe to, to Panfish Nation. We appreciate each and every one of you, uh, but we're trying to get our numbers up and any subscribers or thumbs up or anything like that that we can get, we greatly appreciate. It just gets us closer to the top of the page when people does the search. I'm filling the scrap bin. 
Lyle, I believe uh, my sister, Betty Jean Cross, is probably watching on the big screen, so we want to make sure we say hello to tall, tall Betty. Tall Betty, I haven't seen her in chat, but I don't see them all. Sometimes they go too fast for me, but we're always glad to have her in here. She's a good kid. Thank the world to her. And Brandon, my God, Brandon's a great guy. I can't wait to see them guys again. I, I kind of feel bad that you got to go down there and go fishing with them. And Don't I feel bad for me. I had a blast. Here's and not for you. It's for me. I left some clothing over there. All of a sudden, I opened up the mailbox yesterday. It was all washed and folded in a package <laughs> with, with, with a dryer sheet in there. She's yeah. too good to me. She is. And there was more food for me while while you worked there, Lyle. So I'm not too broken hearted about that it. That really blows. I gotta... <laughs> did, she charge, did she charge you like twenty some odd dollars to cover the toll? <laughs> she should have. <laughs> I threatened to leave it for, there in pennies in a bag somewhere <laughs> all over the house. She, she threatened to cut my throat. So oh, I. Oh man. I, I think. Well, I think. I think you know, maybe the sweetheart, but I bet she can get mean if she needs to. Well, she's a nurse. Does that tell you anything? <laughs> you know, us, us, us panfish and catfishmen, we like them feisty. Whether that's it's right. Sisters, wives, girlfriends, we'd have them no other way. Uh, that's 100% correct. I see getting hooked with D fishing is in there. I'm glad to see D in there. Of course, Chad's in there. Those two are great. They've done a really bang up job. D, I think D was helping Chad tonight in his show and it went things went a lot smoother with her in there. It does when husband and wife teams are great. Yep, she doesn't. I do wouldn't it. know, but from what I look, they're great. They are, they are. And Chad's complaining again. John Boy's catfishing. Everyone can Josh zoom in so we can see what he's doing better. I'm not sure he can. I don't know if he can bring the camera closer or not. Can you, Josh? Maybe you can give him a solo layout. See if that helps, Lyle. Let's do that. Let me jump over here. Maybe Josh can explain exactly what he's doing. And does, how about that, fellas? That help make things better for you? Looks better here. I moved the camera a little bit closer there. Well, there's not too much glare. That's what I was worried about. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> People were asking for us to take off our hats so they can do it. No, we're not going to do We don't want to get started in that. Josh, you have a lot of hair compared to the rest of you and I. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Sorry, Josh. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I love being bald. It's awesome. Well, I don't care one way or the other. Uh, it doesn't make washing, any difference to me. Talk about wash and wear. Actually, I got to do more to my goatee than I ever did to my hair. That's, that's the truth. I, I have to say, though, uh, when I was younger, I used to have pretty long hair. And I kind of miss it, but I don't miss it enough to grow it back out. <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course, I'm not sure I could. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Lyle. I don't think that's a possibility. <laughs> oh, I got look right trying to do that again. Now, back, back in the 90s when that was cool, you know, I, we all did it. But In the 90s, it was cool. I know it was in the 70s. They come back in the 90s, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh... <clears throat> Man, you don't have no leaks at all on your little deal there to pour that lead out. That's a brand new thing. Now, I do keep this. This is the uh, uh, 
one of those magnetic uh, parts things from Harbor Freight. Where you're putting them? I said, well, I said, yeah, I stick that in my lift pile. That way, if I do get a drip, it goes from there. Yeah. When it falls open, if I just grab it and put it back at the top of the pot. Them ones that I got leak bad enough, it'd fill that up between pores. Oh, man. Yeah, they're bad. Ryan Borch, blue collar fishing. I want a mullet. My wife says absolutely not. Ryan, I say go for it, big guy. Yeah, grow a mullet while you can because the way That's you make right. fun of bald guys, it's coming for you, my friend. Trust I me. I got to tell you, about the time you get to be half my age, you'll wish you could still do it, but you can't. <laughs> That's right. If I could still do a mullet, I guarantee you I would start on it tomorrow. Up here in uh, Chicago, we have the Blackhawks, which everybody adores, and they grow mullets every time they get into the playoffs, so half the city's covered in mullets up here. Is that a real sport? <laughs> oh, it's yes, it is, Lyle. I want to see Lyle not just on the ice, but in skates, throwing You're not going to see me on see. any of that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Oh wow! You're gonna take your. You're gonna get in trouble with Christina. She's a hockey fan. So. Yeah, I don't. That's one. That and basketball, I don't care two hoots about either one of them. But uh, now I'll take baseball, boxing. I like really well. Well, I'll, for, I'll forgive you, Lyle. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not a hockey fan at all. I never seen any. Uh, if it wasn't for the fights in in hockey, it, I couldn't. I couldn't watch it at all. Too much action for you, huh? I like the fights. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when they're scrapping and they get the referee a time or two. Yeah, that's always good. I, I like I'm when thinking, the goalies go at it. That's the best. Well, yeah, because they're tough. Mm -hmm. it, I, I'm thinking that, that when they get them them referees or whatever they call the officials, they're thinking, yeah, that bad call while ago, here's a couple for that. <laughs> There's SK. Been wondering if he was going to make it tonight. Glad to have you, sir. What's going on, SK? How you doing, buddy? Great video today. I watched all 40-something minutes of it. It was great to see uh, you and Limits Tackle Steve out there knocking them out with that live scope. All you do is make me want to save my pennies twice as hard. Absolutely. Dan Thompson, drag racing or tractor pulling? I don't like tractor pulling or truck pulling either because they don't go fast enough, but I can get in that drag racing and them roundy rounds. I used to love to watch a NASCAR race. Now I can't understand that stage racing. So I, I can't either. They just about ruined it for me, but I still watch it because I love it. High horsepower, high revving engines. I don't care if it's a sewing machine. If it'll turn a lot of RPMs, I like it. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why I like my Dremel so much. I think that's why I like my rod building lathe because I can crank that baby. It's got a sewing machine motor on it, and I mean I can sizzle it. Becca says she's a fan of tractor pulls, and Dan agrees with her. I'm thinking that might, that she probably would be living in Texas. That's, you know, they pull a lot down there. Got big prize money, too. I If I'm going to go to a pool, I would rather watch ponies and, and horses pull than anything. Well, that's back from in the never mind. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Hey, there's Creo. Hey, what's Creo? going on, Jeremy? Jeremy says, I'd like to ask for prayers for myself as well. Nothing wrong. I'm just fat and ugly. Need all the help I can get. 
Why is it always them, them handsome young devils who talk about themselves? Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to ask for prayers for, for both me and Mark. There's nothing wrong with either one of us, but we both live in Illinois. so uh, That right there please. says something. That we'll I would get, definitely we'll take. Get Mark Allen, Illinois. Oh, we're working on it someday, maybe. <laughs> I'll make my escape at some point. But. Brian Board says Creole has been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Creole's usually making fun of Ryan, not himself. Oh, man. Mm. Dirt just, track just, racing. I like that. That's That's fun. It sure is, Uncle Jeep. I like that. I've done a lot of that. Done a lot of the, the quarter mile stuff. I'm I'm not. I've done some eighth mile stuff. I really like that too. I'm not sold on a thousand foot stuff though. But if it's racing, I can even get into it. I'm pretty sure. All right. Let's see here. That's probably going to be enough of those roundheads. Do you? I, I, I don't know if you watch Eric's um, videos, but he would done a video today where he's going to pretty much stop doing. Uh, the jig heads that require eyes put in them. Uh, and I can appreciate that because they are a pain in the butt to do. Oh, you yeah. Yeah, that's, if you're that's... a hobbyist at home, I can see you doing mm -hmm. it, you know, but if you need to do it on a production scale without the equipment to do yeah. it automatically, it would definitely not be an easy thing. It, it slows you down so much, and, and you either got to figure out some kind of epoxy, pardon me, that will hold them in there, or you're going to have to put um, the resin on it and UV resin and and uh, go through all that. And now Eric also says that if you take them jigs and set them in the sun, the UV rays off the sun will do, do more for setting them up than even the lights that you buy. That makes all the sense in the world to me. That's the greatest source of UV light in the in the this guy's got more toys than I do. Look at all them bins and containers. <laughs> I don't know about all that, Lyle. Let's not let's not lie. We just got done praying for everybody. That's right. I, I told you know what a winner is. What's a winner? A winner is the guy that when he passes on from this world's got the most toys. Uh, this is true. <laughs> Real quick, I want to bring this to your attention, Lyle. Uh, Ryan Bortz, Blue Collar Fishing, says he grew up running demo demo derbies. Now that's a man sport. Well, Ryan, I think that explains a lot. I think it does. <laughs> Take a perfectly good car and see how many dents you can put in it while you're tearing up your good other car. <laughs> how many times you can bang your head. <laughs> Back when I was a kid, they used to do them, and the greatest car was them Chrysler Imperials by 57, 58, 59 model. You couldn't tear them up, but I think they finally banned them. They were tanks, weren't they? Oh, you just couldn't. You couldn't hurt them. Yeah, that's a good view uh, of what you got going on there now. I don't. I hope everybody's enjoying that. <laughs> like I said, a man sport. <laughs> I hope not, Matt. I hope not. But sometimes you never know. 
Let's say hello to Lee Evans, Catfish Kentucky Outdoors. How you doing? And Jesse Lopez Outdoors. Thanks for coming in, guys. Absolutely. And Lee, we hope you're still doing good. I have seen him getting out a little more, so hopefully that's a good sign. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Jesse Lopez, we're extremely happy to have you in chat tonight. And the fact that some of these hooks aren't the size that they uh, say on the package. Um, Kim wants to know if we're on for Saturday night. And as far as I know, I'm good to go. I'll be there. We're going to build. If for those of you that like the jig tying stuff, Kim is going to join us Saturday night and we're going to tie some jigs. I'll be giving some away. Um, I don't, I don't know who else will be giving some away, but we're I'm gonna, sure we can give some away, Lyle. I don't think that's a problem. I don't think it is. We're going to have a great time, and we'll get to watch Kim build some. We'll probably put him like Josh up on a solo thing and watch him do some stuff. But uh, I've got some new things that I've been fooling around with, and we'll build some of them and, and try them. SK Crappie Catching Adventures, if you'd like to join us, that would be awesome. I see Trey's over here from Fish Smack. What's going on, Trey? How you doing, bud? What a great guy. Got a great video out. Uh, just watched it the other day. Enjoyed it very much. Kim says he'll, he'll give some away, too. That's great. I know what I'm going to do on Saturday. I'm going to bring a notepad and a pencil, and I'm going to take notes from you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mike Sampson. Sampy, what's up? Did we say hello to Dale Hayslip? I want to make sure we don't miss Dale. Dale, but if we did it, we'd catch you this time around. It's hard to remember all of them. Uh, there's Jeremy Tournament Cats. Um, I'm not sure if we got him or not, but um, it's you know it's nice, Mark, when we can sit here and watch Josh work. It is. <laughs> there we go. Becca says the powder puffs just sound so girlish. I remember back in the 70s, 60s, and 70s where women couldn't, never raced against men, but they would have those powder puff races. And a few of the guys would actually let the, their wives or girlfriends drive their hot rods on dirt tracks. And every once in a while, they kind of wish they hadn't done that. Other times they done really good, um, but yeah, I've seen seen them put late models out there with women that had no idea how much horsepower late models had, and um, the end result wasn't so good a couple of times. But nobody got hurt. Everybody had a great time. Welcome, Ram Diaz, Bait and Tackle, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Becca says, Tristan Dennis asked above, I'm sorry I missed that, how many of those jigs can you make in an hour? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. <laughs> okay. We're, uh, I mean, I'm, the longest part is uh, loading the mold, but these these small jigs like that, they don't, uh, they don't take no time to pour. And once you've poured enough lead, you burn your fingers enough, you don't feel <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, I'm not, I'm, not, uh, I'm not using anything special to get the hooks in the mold. I'm just taking my fingers and putting them down there. I wouldn't recommend that, but it works. 
Creole says grabbing the second kit at a hundred feet out as soon as the wheels touch is what man stuff is. And yes, sir, you are correct. If you've got two kits and you hit that, if you don't hit it before you're in second gear, usually you're late. Let's see here. We'll we'll do one more pour on these shed darts and then I'll uh we'll, start, we'll, tr we'll trim these things off. We'll get ready to powder coat. So. Now, did you show us what the shad dart actually looks like? Uh, I haven't yet. Once I okay. have, okay. just, once we trim these, because it's hard to tell before they're trimmed, get in there. Matt <laughs> says, I don't think his ventilation is up to spec by OSHA. <laughs> we're, we're not going to tell anybody. I'm not telling nobody. <laughs> I have an important question for you, Josh. Yeah. You have my address still, right? I do. All right, good. I just need to make sure. <laughs> see how that's done, Lyle, in the business? I do see how that's done. I never even thought about that. It's a great idea. Let's see. We'll start, we'll start doing some trimming here. And the best part about trimming is you take all the stuff you cut off, you put it back in the lid pot, you pour more jigs with it later. Absolutely. But uh, I'm just going to take these are a pair of uh, flush cutters. You can get them at Harbor Freight or just about any hardware store, but they're cheaper at Harbor Freight. Those are like, a, a, I use those tools, all, those all the time around the house, whether it's cutting zip ties or I've used them on Coco's nails when I couldn't find her nail trimmers. It works yep. pretty good. I got yeah, now, nails when I couldn't find my nail trimmers. So. Yeah. Do you use... <laughs> <laughs> How about your, on your toes? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, do you? <laughs> I'm dying here. Do you, do you ever uh, use sandpaper to make them really smooth before you cut? Hey, Lyle, I bought a I bought a, a one by thirty belt sander, and I can uh, with these I don't do a whole lot. But like if I'm pouring a shaky head, uh, I've got one sitting here. If I pour a shaky head. I flat spot that shaky head and that thing when you're fishing with that will stand straight up and down in the water. Like yeah, but what are you catching with them? Ditch pickles? That that's a ditch pickle bait. Yeah. <laughs> you ever put any Ned rigs? Ned, Ned heads? Uh no, I buy those. Those are deadly. Do they even make molds for those? I don't think I don't recall seeing them. I'm sure they're out there, but they came out uh I know for a fact at least last year Barlow's had them and had the mold mold for them in stock, but I, I'm partial to those uh, Z-Man uh, shrooms. Oh yeah, those, that's what I'm talking about. Those are great for smallmouth. Oh my goodness! Buckeye had a dragster went from zero to sixty in one point two seconds and ran four fifty one in the eighth mile. I'm not sure what my dragster done. It was in the in the mid nine or eighties. Um, I'd have to go back and see if I can find some of the time slips, but that um, 83 Mustang I did would run would run um, nines mid nines in a quarter mile, uh, 168 with a standard transmission. So you was slamming, which I love. You're an eight ounce. Had one of my eighth ounces try to go hang out with the quarters. So we can be having that. Now, what's Ryan the biggest size? Them. What's the biggest size jigs you ever you usually pour? Uh, the, uh, the roundheads I can only do eighths and quarters. Uh, the biggest ones I pour usually is about a quarter. Uh, that 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 dark mold. Let me see what it goes up. It goes up. Uh, that's wrong. Ryan Board says a Ned, Ned rig is the best best 
ditch pickle bait ever made. I agree. Even hey, better for smallmouth. These, yeah. these shed dart mold will go up to three quarter ounce. Okay. Hey, Jay, Jay Fox Hunter, welcome. Hey, Michael Marillo. It's great to have Michael. you in chat, buddy. All right, there we go. Let me grab my paper back. This is a. Uh, this is what the profile on a on a shad dart jig looks like. Okay, That's flat in the front. It's flat in the front. It, it looks like an now, oversized trout magnet jig, doesn't it? Explain how that operates and what you do with that, please. I, I love these things down when I'm catching skipjack, and it gets in. It, you run these through the rocks, and they're going to run through angled up about like that. They're going to run about a, you know, somewhere around a 30 degree angle. When they hit, they hit with that nose first and tip up. Okay. And they, will, they will stay out of snags where a round head would get snagged. So how long of a piece of plastic or whatever are you putting on the back of that? Uh, usually I'm running about a two inch, uh, two inch grub on those. Okay. Now, again, are you fishing for bass with those? Uh, no, these would be my panfish jigs, mostly skipjack or, uh, okay. Crappie or uh, bluegills that hit the small ones. I poured some sixteenth ounce ones so we can mess with those. But okay, I don't know how we always end up getting on the racing end of things on Panfish Nation. But Uncle Jeep says his Kia Soul will do the quarter mile in one point eight minutes. No, he said eighteen <laughs> minutes, didn't he? One point eight is what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought he said eighteen. I was going to bring that. Is hell either way. <laughs> Oh, it's 1.8 minutes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I feel we like can get this without me putting myself on a hook. That's got to be, I got to get an award or something for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always end up hooking myself at least once doing that. Oh, dude. And and them little hooks are so sharp because they're so tiny to start with. They are mean little hooks. Have you ever got one in when you, of course, you're not tying them, but I've tied them and I got one in the vise that was up past the barb and I had to do the the uh, Jimmy Houston um, trick with the, with the braided line and tie it around there and push it down and jerk it out with the other hand. Uh, I've, ne I've never tried that trick. That works. I I'm telling you, it does. I promise you it'll work. I had a, I had one of them uh, sickle hooks, a number four sickle hook up past the barb, and it was late. Cindy was in bed. I didn't dare go in there and say, hey, I need you to pull this out, you know, at 1 o'clock in the morning when she'd been sleeping. And I just wrapped it around there twice where it wouldn't slip and pushed the front of the jig head and just jerked it. It come right out. Really? Yeah. I've made them go ahead and, you know, it, it, it's not fun, but you make them go ahead and turn that corner where you get that end of that hook back out. Yep. Yep. They just take those snippers and snip that thing off. And it'll come it. right out then. Yeah. I've, I've seen my son do that at one time when he was a kid. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't fun. I don't want to ever no. do it. No, I don't want to either. The other way, I was impressed. I watched a video one. Well, I started to watch a video one. I had to turn it off. This old boy was was shoving hooks into his arm and showing. Yeah, how to I can't watch that either. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "This guy's crazy." I'm... Trey's got a question over at uh, Fishback. He says, "Are you catching skippers? I'm guessing that means skipjack in the water column or on the bottom?" Uh, right now, they're uh, being silly. Uh, we. I, I catch most of mine in the spring and right there at the fall. Uh, we're catching those like behind, uh, I'll go back behind Kentucky or Barkley Dam. 
and uh, and fish that running water. So we're I'm right there at the surface. Is anybody? Is there any uh, skipjack fishing going on at Cumberland City anymore? Not sure on that one. Man, that used to be so much fun. Doc and and Cindy and I, and there, there was about 60 of us that used to show up down there New Year's week before uh, before they started doing winter blues and stuff on New Year's weekend. Uh, and we'd go down there and bring back half of the skipjack or more that we would use for the entire year. And uh, it was so much fun. Everybody sitting out there, and I'd, I'd set up a vacuum sealer on the back of my pickup. <laughs> and I would extend cords out. Some guys done it in their motel room, which I couldn't do that. Other put so uh, Tennessee, they changed their laws about skipjack. I don't know when that goes into effect, but it's soon. I think it already has. Doc talking about Alabama changing it to 100 limit. Per that's what Tennessee's been, I think. Yeah. But, and I'm okay with that. Uh, maybe 100 a day and 200 possession limits, what I think it is. Yeah, I, if somebody's in chat knows, they might let us know. But I, I got to tell you, if ninety percent of the bass guys would go skipjack fishing, they'd probably quit bass fishing. Yep, skipjack fishing is that much fun. They don't call them Tennessee tarpon for nothing. That's right. That's well, right. I, it's on my list to do because I have yet to catch a skipjack. Um, Mark, you got to come down here, buddy. We'll, we'll I want to come down there pretty soon. Jay Fox Hunter says, I live in Cumberland City and not as much. I love going down there. That was so much fun. I saw a video today by Chris Souders where he was catching those moon eye you're always talking about, Lyle. Moon eye, in my opinion, and you can take it for what it's worth, is the greatest catfish bait ever. They will be moon eye when they will not bite anything else. That is correct. How does it compare to chicken? They will, bite when they will not bite anything else, including chicken. I wouldn't know, and I'm guessing a moon eye would sit back and roll back in its recliner and laugh its ass off if it's seen chicken bait floating down the river. <laughs> Just my opinion. Now, I don't know that for a fact. Hey, you know, those guys are hardy, too. I went down. Uh, oh, yeah. I went down last Friday because Caitlin was fishing the 3 plus 1's kids tournament on Saturday. We need to talk about that in a minute. Go ahead with your story. But uh, I went down and caught some fresh moon eye, and I just I ran the ran the live well. I just threw them in the live well, and uh, they, those things were still alive and swimming when I got home and put them in the in the uh, put them on ice. And and you can put them on ice, and they do very well. Um, I don't know what it is about moon eye, but when they will not bite anything you throw at them, they'll bite moon eye. By the moon eye. Now I yeah. want to know. I have never done this. I want to try it. I want to know from somebody who's done it about vacuum sealing those. How they? I've never vacuum sealed. I never get enough of them where I have a backlog. You know what I mean? I use. I, I. I've catch them with crickets. I've caught them with mealworms. I've caught them uh, with uh, all kinds of stuff. But my favorite way to catch moon eye is to find an old barge that's been sitting on the river for a long time and get on the down river side of that and throw that cast net right up to where it just tickles the barge at uh, the underneath part of it as it goes down. And I would much rather catch them that way. It's faster, easier, and they 
hey, them catfish don't care how you get them, just feed them to me. Oh, yeah. They, and, you know, they're, they're, they're another one that is absolutely, they're fun to catch. They flip and flop. and. Yep. Keith Smart is in chat. We're glad to have you in here, buddy. Absolutely. Glad to see you, sir. All right. Well, we've got, our, we've got us a big supply of jig heads here, so let's go ahead. As you're doing that, you the 3 plus 1 tournament, you and Caitlin was in that. How about you telling us how she done and all the stuff that she won in that? We're so proud of her. And she... She did great that day. She was she was a trooper. We were out there fishing on a, you know, the we had a cold front come through the day before, but it really didn't knock the temperatures down. So it was still in the nineties that day. We we got down toward a couple times. We had the top up on the boat, but that doesn't always stop it. Right. But she come up with uh, come up with two fish. She got her a uh, uh, first the first fish of the day come off a of moon eye. It was a ten point seven pound blue cat. Nice. And the second fish, or our, well, our only other fish, was a chicken fish, right at uh, right around two pounds. And she made a haul from, from <laughs> one. She she won a reel and a and a tackle box. And I'm gonna. Wow. I know I saw Cody in chat a minute ago, so I'm I know I'm going to forget something, and I apologize. She won a. Uh, kids youtube starter kit with her own camera so she could start making videos yeah that was from becca i believe that's awesome that is awesome she was ecstatic over that 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 had to be a great deal to go into if you if you had kids grandkids neighbor kid whatever it was um excellent job on that i very impressed with that uh, the whole situation yeah she done very well and we're very happy for her that she done so well. Uh, Creo, all day long on cloudy days, early and late if the sun's real bright, is my best advice for you throwing a cast net behind a barge. No, Lyle, I want to make I, – I, 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 I want to come clean. I was out in Ohio. I picked Here we up, go. I picked up a cast net that, that I got from Brandon, right? Uh -huh. and I kid you not, it's been two years since, I, well, no, over a year and a half since I threw a cast nest. I forgot how to throw the darn thing. Really? So, yeah. So this weekend, besides cleaning the boat, I think I'm going to go out in the in the yard, watch a couple of videos, and try to get my mojo back for this fall. Hey, Mark, I, you know, I, there might be a short tip Saturday about throwing a cast net. Just saying. So I'll take. I seen at an old video you done today about making a rod holder. Uh, <laughs> On, on your ceiling? Yeah. I had never seen that before today, and I really enjoyed it. I was, I was 100 pounds heavier in that video, too, Lyle. You looked pretty heavy. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm going to uh, have to check that but, out. But, yeah, it was very nicely done, and, and it looked like it really worked great. Yeah. Let's see. We want to... I've had a few people ask me about these when I was talking about powder coating in the past. This is a fluid bed. Let me see if I can get there where you guys can see it. Good night, uh, Ryan. There's nothing too awful fancy about it. What it is, it's just a, uh, and I bought this one. There's there's places you can buy them online. It's 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 something that somebody it's it's homemade, but it works great. It's got a little valve on the back. Throw your airflow. This is just an aquarium pump. And then you have containers that you put your powder paint in. And uh, 
what it's going to do, like right now, this is this is Junebug. Uh, by itself, that stuff don't do a whole lot. I just barely have a little bit in the bottom of that. But when we turn that air pump on, it's going to pump air out of the bottom of this up through this thing. And this stuff's going to look just like water when it's when it's done there. And always when you're putting them on, keep the lid on because it will throw powder everywhere if you don't. Is but, that while you're trying to get it adjusted? Well, that's why you're while you're putting the the holder into the uh, the fluid bed pump. Okay. It, it compresses the air and it, goes, poof, and it will throw it everywhere. Okay. But uh, we're just going to take that. I can get that to turn around like I want it. Uh, I've got the valve shut all the way. That's going it, to. It'll still get a little air through. But we're gonna. I really. Really hope I can get this. See if I can get this thing up there. You guys can see it. For but, you, for those of you that thought this was going to be an hour-long show, not tonight. Hang in there with us. You're going to learn something. But we're going we're going to take. Let's see here. The powder's just there. Now I'm going to start turning on the air to this powder. And this is why they call it a fluid bed. Look at that. Now it looks like it's water in there. It looks liquid. Yes, it does. Yeah, that's impressive. And that's going to make us a very thin, even coat on this. So we'll get our we'll get our heat gun out. Uh, I don't know how the I'm going to try to set that thing over here where it's, that thing gets noisy. But we're going to have yeah. to use it. Right? We'll just have to deal with it, Keith. We're really glad that you're doing good, Matt. That's, that's awesome that they got you fixed up. Uh, we'll, we'll get that fluid bed running. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get us a bigger one so that it show up better. Locking pair of hemostats gets you one if you're going to powder coat. It makes things a whole lot easier. Because we're just going to lock that jig onto there. And uh, I'm going to get the heat gun rolling on mine. You'll see me just, I'm going to explain what I'm going to do because it might get noisy when I do it. I'm just going to flip that, I'm going to flip that jig over and over, try to get all sides heated. I'm going to do it for five Five to ten seconds. Now, how hot are you getting that? Are you just warming it up, or are you getting it hot, hot? I'm getting it hot. I want melt that. Uh, I want to melt that powder as soon as I put it in okay. there. Okay. You're looking for a shine on the jig when you're doing that, right? Yes. You're, you're going to see it start, but don't go too far because once it starts to, if it, if it's starting to look wet, it's because the lead is getting wet, and you mm -hmm. will lead straight down into your heat gun, and then you got to do it. But. Uh, Pick that thing on. I know it's thing noisy. But, can't uh, even hear it. Nope, can't hear it at all. Really? Nope. Wow. Your, your mic is doing its job. But we'll go over that. We'll just kind of go over that. Here's a question that I'm not sure what he means. Papa Ed says, what membrane do you use under the powder? I don't know what he used. I would love to figure it out. We're just in and out, just like that. I'm guessing it's the membrane that's in the fluid bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about that. There's a there's a wow down here. You like that color, Lyle? That's awesome. Cindy would love that. Purple is her color. So would D. It's it's hard to see. Let me get a white background behind it. That Man. actually that actually has some coats of like uh, teal green flake in there. Makes it a, a June bug color. Okay, now let me ask you this, Josh. Can you could you give that a second coat if you wanted to, or is that done, one and done? Uh, 
one and done on these smaller okay. jigs. And the only reason be, uh, behind that is you'll start to, you'll end up filling up that eye. Okay. And you can, you can poke that eye, you can poke it back out. But uh, D says it looks awesome. So let's go ahead. We'll do a we'll do a couple and we'll change colors here. And now, for those that don't know, like me, when you unhook that air from that, it just uh -huh. goes back to powder. It just goes back to powder. And we'll do that. I'm going to change colors in a second. I'll show you exactly what it does. There's one more. <clears throat> Matt says June bug works all season long. June bug, and you can't, you know, the thing is you can't find them in the stores in that color. Really? That's the neat thing about powder coating is, you know, I've, I've got things, <laughs> black and blue flake, you know, stuff that aren't traditional panfish colors. And the ones around here, they, they're not used to seeing anything like that. So it kind of helps out sometimes. Do you have a place to buy your powder coating supplies reasonably? I, I, or, I order most of mine from uh, Barlow's Tackle. Okay. But uh, we do have a uh, semi-local bait shop that that has it. That has it. Man, that does look cool. I, I have a guy that I get jigs made from that sells that stuff, and from what I understand, he is extremely good prices on them. And then I just undid the, I just undid the uh, air from that, pulled it out. It's back to just being powder. Wow, that's cool. So is that membrane kind of like a coffee filter, or is it more like a a, a rubber slash latex it, glove material? The closest thing I could describe that membrane to is foam board, and I've okay. I've, I've got a feeling that that's <laughs> what it is. When okay. when Mark said latex, I was thinking something altogether different. Uh, like the glove the doctor will use at your next appointment line? No, no, no. I don't really know, but hell no. Well, let's see. What, what color should we go with next? Let me get all these open up. We've got some some pearl with pepper. Pearl with pepper. We've got some hot pink. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Hot pink, that's Chad's color. That's Chad. It is. It with is. Some uh, watermelon with red glitter in it. Close enough to chartreuse for me. Yeah. We've got some yellow chartreuse. This is supposed to be yellow chartreuse, but it looks more yellow to me. Uh, we have black and blue flake. That'll work. There that, you go. That. Let's see what else we got here. That's got Chris Yulston, welcome to chat. Traditional red. And there's that June bug color up. But we've got queued up. So what do you, what do you think? What, what, what we ought to go with next? I like that. Let's go with that blue with the flakes. The black and blue? Black and blue. I want to see, if you don't mind, Lyle, I'd like to see what no, that no, looks okay. like. Tristan Dennis says, if you were to take a guess, how much time do you think is spent on one jig? No. Fish man. On one jig? No. No. Production process on one jig. Just, I mean, these, these are just the heads. I mean, I put a, a, a plastic body on them. Uh 20 seconds, something probably. Cool. You had to divide them out. Uh, but then you, once I get these all powder coated, they go in that toaster oven back there and they bake for 20 minutes to harden that powder coat up so it doesn't bust off. And, uh, Thank you, Chad. Let's, see here. Let's get that. Welcome, Ricky. Glad to have you in chat, buddy. 
just that's that air. After a while, you get used to used to seeing that that air. You know what you're looking for, and it's just that comes down to personal preference. But let's make it still hot. I must have missed Trey's comment. I've been looking for it, Lyle. <laughs> Fish Mac says, cough, Lyle. Oh. <laughs> I got a cool story about that, but I don't think we ought to tell it on here. <laughs> Does it have to do with a rubber mallet and a table, Lyle? No. So we're going to have to poke that eye out. Now, when that gets really hard and cured after you've had it in, um, in your oven, do you mm -hmm. have to heat something up and run it through that eye? Uh, usually I, what I try to do is get those eyes clear before I ever goes in the oven. That's okay. Because if you, if they close up in the oven and they will sometimes, uh, they will, uh, you, you end up having to flake the, all the powder coat off of the eye of the jig. Mm -hmm. I've had some recently that, um, I actually heated up, uh, pieces of, like a bodkin and run it through there and it just kind of melts the paint and gets your whole back. Um, don't like to do it that way, but Hey, whatever you got to do. Oop. I see that when I didn't heat long enough. So I've got, I've got powder. So we can go over and try to, it didn't grab anything there. Didn't get that Welcome, oh, man. from Solo, Tex Solo Texan Adventure. Welcome. There we go. That one turned out nice. Uh, yeah, see I, a little darker than I thought it would be, but it still looks good. It's a, it's a it's, Mark, it's a black, it's a black base with, with blue flake. In it. Okay. So, wow. Uh, a lot of, I mean, it's a extremely popular and for a reason, it works good. It's it's good good color for bass jigs. For clear water, I would use that. For hanging those jigs, so uh -huh. they don't get up until you burn them or uh, put them in your oven and stuff. Even when we get done wrapping them, uh -huh. it's hard to find a place to hang them. I'm hanging mine on the front of these uh, these little. Yeah, I seen that. Um, uh, they have a spot for like. It's where you could cut a piece of index card and put what's in there. Yeah. But it, it's got a little lip, and it grabs those hooks perfectly. That's cool. Kim Burnett's got the coolest thing i ever seen. He told me that they was throwing it away at his work. Somebody was throwing it away, and he picked it up, and it's a four-sided thing. It's just perfect for hanging them on there. So um, I'll keep searching until I find something like that where I can – Hang them because I hang them off on the the arm that stretches out on my vice, and sure as the world, I get it almost full, and I'll catch my arm on that or something. They all go flying. I gotta yep. crawl around and pick the damn things up. It's a pain in the butt. Oh yeah, Keith Smart asks, can you just hold it by the eye and dip it? That way, it protects the eye so Potter uh, won't get in it. Well, the only problem with that is these. Uh these fluid beds are only so deep. So I, I've only got enough clearance there right now in these to go about that far. So if I was holding by the eye, 
you'd end up with a powder coated hook. Yeah. So you got to keep that. You, you want the business under that hook up out of that powder coat. But wait, I switched colors. We're gonna. I'm gonna do that. I've never done anything in this uh, pearl with pepper. I kind of want to see how it turns out. That's a great idea, James Henderson. Thank you. Swim noodle. That's another great idea. Oh yeah, that would work. Yep. James Henderson said you get a wire rack out of that oven. There. Uh, I used to hang them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that much room here uh, for anything extra like that, but it's not like I don't make a whole bunch of jigs. That ain't bad looking. That's going to be hard to see on that. Let's see if I get some. It's going to be difficult to see, but that's got kind of... Need something darker. Yeah, I need a darker piece of paper or something. Um, Boy, it is. Turned out pretty what nice. Here we go. Let's try that. Is that a silver? That is, well, it's supposed to be a, a pearl with black pepper in it. Okay. It, it's got a real good, it's why it's, it's, uh, it's why it's not showing up real good. It's got a good sheen to it. It's got a real good pearl sheen to that thing. I love it. We'll, we'll take a few beads. Matt says get a small meat rack, one you put meat on so the grease trips. That's huh. a good idea, too. A bake, you know, bake cookie racks. My wife has them that actually have stands that fold out for cooling cookies, and you can stack them up there. I imagine they would work well too. Now, Mark, when we was in Mendota, you tasted them chocolate chip cookies that he brought. I did not. Chad oh, ate them all before I got. Chad to ate them all. He's a bad brother. I got to tell you, I'm not messing with them cookie racks. No. I'm not <laughs> well, go buy your own. I'm sure Do Dollar Gen Gentral has them. <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, you don't mess anything. It is any. It has anything to do with food around here because it might bite you in the butt. Let's do one more though. I kind of like For those of you that don't know, I worked on my boat all day today and got in ten minutes early before the Chad went on with the bait shop. Got my shower done, sat down in here. I was a couple of minutes late getting to watch the show, watched about 45 minutes of it, and then had to switch over so I could hook Josh and and Mark up to get in here. Um, but, man, did I get a bunch of stuff done today. That's you know, It's always a good feeling, isn't it, Lyle? Well, it is. The pump, One of the pumps in my live well went bad. Um, it would fill up, but um, it wouldn't recirculate. And um, I wanted to recirculate, uh, so I fixed that. And since I had it out, I changed the switch to where um, it switches on when the auxiliary pump to fill the live well goes goes on. I fixed that, um, and um, my battery charger for the back two batteries had took a dump. So I had bought one from a guy, and it come in, and I put it in. And got all that done and put the live well and everything back in. And it's a struggle. Uh, but we got it all done. I'm excited. Hopefully, we'll be able to get out tomorrow the next day and go catch some fish and and uh, 
try that. Evan says, Lila Mark, can we say Chad is a cookie and cinnamon roll thief? Absolutely. I'm not sure. I'm not sure he, how much of a thief he is, but if you got him, he's eating them. Mm -hmm. Is that not correct? Absolutely. Yeah. They could call him the cookie monster or the cinnamon roll destroyer because he absolutely went through some of them. I've heard him called a lot worse, though. Chad. I have heard him called a lot worse. Crappy day. I'm sorry. Crappy day. Fish on. How you doing, sir? Thanks for subbing to my channel. Hopefully you're subbed to Panfish Nation and Catfish Weekly. And welcome to chat. We are so glad to have you. Let's see. Here we go. You know, I have to say, I made a statement in in the bait shop while ago. While while. Um, I like that. That's that watermelon with red flake, and that <laughs> the camera's not doing it justice right now. Oh yeah, that's very nice. While while Josh is working, uh, Josh is or uh, Josh Chad talking about all the places he wants to go, but you know what? He never one time mentioned going fishing with me. I I I mention it all the time, Lyle. I know. I know you do. I know you do. We had a trip planned. It just fell through. Mm -hmm. right, we're not done yet. To, uh, I'm looking forward to October because I know we had plans to uh, get together at Lake of the Ozarks. So. Oh, I'm still on board for that. <laughs> We're going to have a good time, Josh. That fish should be on fire there uh, in, a, in October. Chad? Are you, you going to try and make the trip next year to uh, Mendota, Josh? Oh, absolutely. In Mendota, yeah, we're going to be. That's a <laughs> I think maybe Christina might be a little more comfortable next time. <laughs> she might be. Oh, I felt so sorry for her. Did you see the, the chat, Lyle? I mentioned the word cookie rack, and now they're going on a cookie tangent everywhere. <laughs> I didn't even say the actual word cookie, as in cookie. I said cookie rack. <laughs> Fish smack. Trey, thank you so much for being in, in the chat with us tonight. Uh, we need to set up another show one of these days to get you back on here. We appreciate everything you do for the fishing community, and it's always great to have you watch our shows. Have a great night, Trey. Um, Chad, I did not lie. I did not lie. You never said anything about coming and fishing with me. Um, I even offered to you, but then again, I offered to your sister Betty too, and her and Brandon didn't show up either. But that's okay. I'll catch them all myself. Josh and I. Josh is coming down. Um, um. You I'm brothers and sisters are, are stretching it out, and he's going to be picking up the slack. I think I think, uh, <laughs> I think that, uh, there's going to be some triggered people tonight behind the chat. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be some messages on Facebook. I can hear them coming. I'm pretty sure. Oh, man, I, we love Dee and Chad. They're so much fun to be around. We had a blast with them up in Mendoza. I, actually, that is probably one of the most fun trips that I've ever had. I had a blast. I had a blast. I had a blast. And the people made it, and the fishing made it better. That's right. I don't know why they call this color Chadwick. So, Uh-oh. Avid says he will be there when he is available. That's awesome. Awesome. I kind of like that. What do they call that? Red-headed stepchild. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling it Chadwick. So. Same difference. 
<laughs> Ed, you have to understand, my wife likes some of the greatest chocolate chip cookies ever. They may not be the greatest and best I've ever had. They're always soft, and I like them right out of the oven. They're so good and when they're warm like that. But her cinnamon rolls are to die for. Yes. They're just amazing. You have not lived until you've had a Cindy Stokes cinnamon roll. <laughs> I enjoyed them immensely. Yeah, Chad did too, because he went to town on them bad boys. I think he had like 12 of them. He had like a whole pan. Yeah. He took all of them. Chadwick says, I call that color a ditch picker Saturday night. <laughs> D says Cindy is just the greatest. I would agree with that. Ditch pickle surprise says Matt, <laughs> and Chad says he only ate eight of them. That's seven more than I had. <laughs> you know what? You ought to have been in that truck all the way from Southwest Missouri to to Wisconsin, smelling how good you know they tasted. <laughs> And Cindy not letting me have one. Not one. Yeah, Dan, it was tough, buddy. David Martin, welcome to chat, buddy. We're so glad you made it. David's been on a little tear with with uh, Big Nasty and Kevin catching some bluegill and Bramble over in their area, and that was awesome. Big shell crackers down there, weren't they? There's some nice-looking fish. Oh, Chad says that's because Cindy loves me more than you, Mark. That. Or she feels sorry for you. <laughs> James, you might be right about that. If I could get her to do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ed. They're just so good. <laughs> but that's the reason I look like I do. Full-figured, if you know what I mean. Uh, here comes your chartreuse, buddy. Boy, that looks very bright yellow to me. Yellow. Very bright. I don't like, they make a yellow chartreuse and a green chartreuse, and the yellow one is not all that great. It looks, it comes out looking more yellow than anything else. That's cool. David Martin says Amazon showing up all week with panfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ernie, I'm so sorry. But you know how good they was. That's awesome. It really is. Man, that's a cool deal, Josh. <laughs> Let's see. Here we go. Uncle G, the pan fish cookie show. Today's recipe did pickles. Surprise. <laughs> We're going to cycle through these colors. And uh, Lyle, you want to give some of these away? And uh, what we'll do, we won't, we won't give away these ones I've slapped together real fast. But uh, I don't know. I'll, I, I'll give away a dozen, uh, and I'll let the uh, – Winner pick the size, the weight, and the uh, uh, color. Josh, that's outstanding. Thank you so much. Uh, I see setting hooks and crossing eyes says he just got back from getting bullheads. I'm very envious, Ryan. Oh, man. I need a good spot to catch them. Mine's bullhead. Me too. Mine dried up. It basically, the water was so low at the beginning of the season, it, it overgrew so bad. We finally got a little bit of water, and all that growth flowed right to the top, and now I can't even get a bait past it. Oh, man. That's too bad. They're in there. I even thought about putting a trap in there, but the last time I did that, it didn't work. 
Really? You're not supposed to use traps here. I was just testing to see. I wasn't going to keep any longer. I'm pretty sure that um, you would not be the first one to do that. Mm. Okay. I've got everybody in chat loaded up on random.org. And um, are we doing a giveaway? We yeah. are. Oh. You want to go over it again, Josh? Yeah, let's, uh, let me turn that heat gun off so it's not drowning me out. But uh, what we're going to do, we're going to give away jig heads. The, uh, it's going to be winner's choice of uh, style, whether you want the, uh, the round head style or let me grab one. A uh, shad dart style. Come back here. Don't hook me. <laughs> uh, Setting hooks and crossing eyes. Welcome. Whether you want the round head with the barb or the uh, or the shad dart with the flat nose, and uh, well, I'll let the winner pick the style, the weight, and the uh, color of powder coat that they want on those. We'll do. Uh, they'll be getting a they'll be getting a dozen of them mailed to them. That's outstanding. Thank you so much. I have them loaded up. If you will pick before me out a number. Draw, before you draw, I don't know if this is going to make a difference. Uh, D says, help a sister out. I have two jig tires in the house. D, I will help you out. <laughs> um, Chad's daughter is now building don't jigs. Don't give them to Chad. Give them to Alyssa. Absolutely. She done a bang-up job the other night. Very Alyssa. happy to see that. Josh, pick like out a number between one and five. Pick Let's five like Doc does. Pick five. Every pick five. Let's let's do two. Ah, oh, excellent choice. One, two, and the winner is Ernie Brown. Way to go, oh. Ernie! Congratulations. Absolutely, congratulations, Ernie. Ernie, if you'll contact Josh, you guys can work out all the details on that dozen jigs. I know you're going to love them, and he'll send them to you. And I have I have Ernie's address. I he just won a uh, won a sticker during the uh, kids tournament last last week. That's and awesome. We love Ernie and Chrissy. They're both wonderful. Oh, people. they are great Absolutely. folks. Absolutely. Ernie brews a mean cup of coffee. I have to say, I can't I can't just say that I know about that, but I'll take your word for it because he drinks a lot of coffee. Chrissy says, I won. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie says, no, I want him to bring them. Oh, I would love to do that. Avid says, Josh, can I order some jig heads? Uh, yeah, we could do that. Uh, if somebody wants to send me an email, uh, I don't know that I could type it in chat. But it's I, I can type it in. What is it? If you go slow enough, I can get it in there. Well, let's let's just let's let's do the easy one. Let's do giveaways at theweekendangler.com. I like giveaways that. giveaways theweekendangler.com. Here's a new can guy. You pick in a longer email, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my other one has a mixture of letters and numbers, Mark. So which one do you want? All right, if you take a look at the screen, hopefully I got that right. Matt, Matt wants some of the June bug darts. We have Matt, a new person in, in chat, the Water Swatters. I like that name. 
I do too. He says, I made it. I seen your postmark. Awesome. Welcome to the chat. Glad to have you. Welcome, TWS. That means those those community posts are working. Absolutely. D says autocorrect. I meant congratulations, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> Them ladies have to stick together. I tell you what, I like that. I like that June bug color. That I thing do too. Is, That's beautiful. Like favorites. Now, how much jig tying do you do, Josh? I do not have the stuff to tie jigs. I have the stuff. I have a, a, a starter kit in my. Uh, it's either in my Amazon or my eBay wish list. I've never pulled the trigger on. So, you know, real quick before we go any further, just know that Limits Tackle has a great deal on the same starter kit I got for probably $15 less. Yeah, they do. And he's a really good dude. So you might want to look him up, Josh, just so you know. You'll send me a link. Well, we can do that. Fishing. Thank, welcome. Philip Williams. Crappie Dave Fish on. Um. So you're using plastics on all these, Josh? I'm using plastics on all these, Lyle. Okay. Now, the, the dark jigs will take a plastic, but... Uh, but since they don't have a barb, uh, usually what I do, I'll bring me a tube of super glue and I'll super glue that plastic onto there. But I think those would be, I mean, you could tell me, you know, you know what you're looking at. I think those would be a good candidate for tying. Absolutely. I think yeah. a little bit of a, a little bit of a little bit of a black twister tail on that bad boy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And, uh, right, Josh, I sent you. I posted the link to Limits Tackle on the chat. I'm going to send it to you on Facebook so you have it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uncle Jeep says, but, 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 what about the cookies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, definitely. And they also have great, he also has great jig, jig boxes. The, the oh, they does. And if you want to flip, you. if you want to flip over to me, I can show them. I got one right here on my desk. I got one right here too. I got the G boxes. These things are nice, and he sells them for ten bucks plus shipping. You can't beat them. He's got like pallets of them, from my understanding. So yeah, and and wow. ten bucks, and they are really cool. Um, in fact, I'm going to open one up. That's got stuff. I, in it. I got two empty ones ready for my next round of tying jigs. I already filled the other three. They're out in the garage. Look at that. That's what we do. Yeah. They to tie those mop flies or those mop jigs. Oh, they're simple to do. They, I'm going to try them out tomorrow if we get to go. I got some. It's going to be in the Betty Jean collection. These are for bluegill. Who catches bigger bluegill than Betty? Betty's always catching bluegill. I oh, mean, she gets some big ones. Who catches bigger ones than Betty that I know? But take a look at that. Is that not a cool-looking little oh, tiny was. one? Yeah, it was. Very old small. Outdoors, welcome, welcome, old boy outdoors. Absolutely. I'm actually. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a tall Betty collection one of these days, very shortly. Lyle, do we do we want to remind people that when we get to a thousand subscribers on Panfish Nation, what they what they have a chance to win? Yes, we do. And um, Dockery, Dockery, 
James Dockery hounded me about Krampus canes. Him <laughs> and his brother Chad. I just want to say I'm a pro staffer, just so you guys know. <laughs> so we this all started over ice fishing rods, which I did buy some. Actually, Mark even sent me um, dimensions today on some ice rods he's got so I can figure, because I never built any ice rods to do for uh, lengths of grips and where the real seat go, different things that I have to figure out with these blanks I got. And I may have to extend these because they're a little shorter. But, man, they're going to be so much fun. And those were supposed to be Krampus canes. But um, I got a chance to try some specialty panfish blanks from a company here a while back. And I got several of them in. And I don't have time to fish them all. And before James got sick, he got the very first one. And it's called the James Dockery Mad Fisherman's Krampus Cane. He better not leave that laying around because I know no, no kidding. where it's going. His wife loves it. He loves it. He caught 200-some fish on it like the first month. He said it was great. It worked really well. Well, when we get to 1,000, we're going to give one of those away. Now, we're not that far from 500. And what the, the giveaway at 500, well, I talked about the Tall Betty collection. I'll give you a sample. Of what the tall Betty collection looks like. Look at that box, folks. There we um, go. We're going to give one of those away at 500. I could win one of those, right? No. Oh. Sorry, dude. But I'll send you some. What do you think? That looks awesome, man. Two tones. Like it. it looks like lipstick. It looks like wait, wait, it's wait, got wait. red hair like Chad. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't talk about your brother like that. I'm sorry. Kind of, sh kind of shiny on top and red. It's we, we call that a Chad jig there. Oh, you want to see that again, uh, Matt? Let me, let me see. If, let me find my. Uh, I've got some hemostats here somewhere. I don't know where they're at. But I got them. Everything is so congested in here. But poor Chad, so flustered. He's reusing jokes. <laughs> Well, he's sort of like that. Yeah. He's sort of like that. Well, I'm sorry, boys. I can't find all the stuff that I'm used to finding. I'm, I'm a little congested, but I will hold it up there again for you, Matt, and I'll put my hand behind it to see if that helps focus. But the whole thing is about an inch and an eighth long. And um, it's these here are rubber legs. comes off the back of it. And then it's got a red um, wrap on the front, and uh, the collar is black. You know, I need to order some of those bass skirts for the jigs and start using some of those in my in my hand ties. Um, they had a lot ones? of action to it. Yeah, I want to try a couple of those, see how they do. A lot of action. That's why this one is laid out here. This is actually, I have... Tomorrow or whenever the next day, Cindy, I guess it goes. I have these that we're taking. I have these that we're taking. I have. Quit hitting your mic, Lyle. <laughs> I have two of these here with me, and then I have three of them all with test jigs already in the boat, and we're going to be testing them with without stuff on. Here's something for you guys that are in here. 
Anybody ever try these? They're they're like crappie nibbles, except you buy them at Walmart. They're called crappie bites. You can't re you can't replace the original crappie nibbles. Sorry to tell you, Lyle. They're not the same. They'll work in a pinch, but the crappie nibbles are probably the. Best. Well, I don't. I'm in Buffalo, dude. There's nobody got crappie nibbles in Buffalo. <laughs> no, we're lucky to have groceries. <laughs> but I just was curious if anybody in here has used them and what their success rate was. Uh, yeah, Michael, you're right. Uh, uh, Jeff Coke. John Jeff Coke catches some slobs. He really does. They are gigantic shell crackers, red-eared sunfish, however you want to call them. They look, they're, they're just amazing. Four-pound fish. I mean, it's, giant. It's crazy. I'm looking for a one-pound bluegill or a greenie or something, and I can't find any of them up here. Your brother says... Um, think he pulled a chest muscle lifting if, a couch yesterday and then aggravated it tonight moving a shell. When are you going to learn? Quit straining yourself. You're getting wow. old, Chad. Matt right, says, wow, those don't work at least for me. They aren't the original. That's what the information I'm needing to know. The other than crappie nibbles, that looks really good. Other than crappie nibbles, these are the only ones that I find work, and I like using these better because they stay on the hook. They're actually made of rubber, or a, a, I think it's not really rubber. I think it's like a cornstarch, full rubber almost. It's water-soluble, but it takes a long time for it to, to, to dissolve. Have you opened the jar and smelled oh, yeah. these nasty they, they, little they smell, they smell. They smell like crappie bait it is what they it is smell like ass they smell like shad in the sun after they've been dried up shad or shad yeah well one in the same <laughs> i i heard the same thing Lyle. <laughs> dan thompson says if i'm coming down his way he'll put me on some big gills i like the way that sounds okay, Tristan, thank let you. me know where you're at dan are we friends on facebook you'll have to forgive me <laughs> if i don't recall Try to keep a track of everybody. David, let me know how those work out for you and the gulp, um, the gulp, vertical gulp maggots too, uh, because, you know, I, I just need information. The I, use the, is, I use the I, maggots too, Lyle, and they, they, they don't work as well as the, the nibbles. The maggots work pretty good during trout season. I'll tip, I'll tip my uh, power eggs with them, and for some reason it adds yeah. a little bit of buoyancy, and they like that white. But yeah. for panfish, I've I've been able to catch a few on them, but not like the the if if you're going to use like a direct plastic for panfish, I recommend the Berkeley one inch gulp minnows. They work great. Uh, going with natural baits is probably even better. The other stuff for tipping like crappie jigs, the crappie nibbles work good, and then these from Flea Fly, the Smelly Smacks. I recommend these too. That's okay. in my opinion. Okay. But the good thing, here's a side note on those uh, uh, crappie nibbles. If you pull your, if you feel a bump and you pull your jig out of the water and the crappie nibble's gone, you had a bite. If you feel a bump, you pull it up and the crappie nibble's still there, you hit a weed. Yeah. I guarantee it. That's good to know. Yes, Matt. I did tie that red jig. Um, I, I, like, again, I, the Walmart is here in Buffalo. I was surprised they even had these. But they did. So I picked up a couple things. I'm going to try them. I'll I send you some. Well, a, I got some. I'll, I'll send you a care package in a couple of days. You're awesome. I think that, well, I can get them in Springfield. We just don't go there every day. Okay. I think that tipping them with red worms, mealworms, piece of night crawler. Wax worms are killer for Wax crop. worms, another good choice. To Anything. 
They Anything stink. like that that you can get natural scent in the water, and, and here goes the chicken versus bait thing, but natural to what people, what those fish are used to seeing. I don't care what anybody says. If you can come up with natural bait in their environment, you got to be better off. You just have to be. Ryan says I need to fish some farm ponds in West Huntley, which is really close to me. Ryan, I've tried. People don't want to give up those locations too easy. Hopefully uh, someday somebody will see me here on uh, on YouTube and offer me the opportunity, which is my selfish reason for being on here. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Crickets are a great choice too, David. Josh, thank you so much for joining us tonight on Panfish Nation. We appreciate everything that you've done. You went through a lot of stuff. You've taught everybody a whole bunch of things. Um, I think that probably um, the fluid bed thing would be a great addition to somebody that ties or makes their own jigs. Um, it's kind of costly if you have that done by somebody. Uh, uh, powder paint isn't overly expensive. You'll pay about $6 for a, you know, a small little container of it. But that fluid bed makes it last so much longer because it, it, it's, it's putting a very thin coat on it. Makes things look better, and uh, I think somewhere around thirty to thirty-five dollars for the fluid bed setup. And the guy included two of the uh, of the little containers. I ordered several more containers from him. Just I like to keep certain colors that I use all the time. I give it its own container and leave it leave it in there. But I understand. Uh, one more quick tip as far as powder coat goes. I know that uh, I've seen, I think it was on two old vets channel when he was doing some of this stuff that he stated, and I kind of confirmed this because I saw it at Harbor Freight. If you're looking for black or white powder coat, they'll sell you a whole jug for like no money at all. Mm -hmm. There you go. That, that's exactly right. Right. Avid, I'll, I'll send you a message probably tomorrow. Don't let, or if I don't, you don't hear me from me by tomorrow. Uh, send me I'll let you know. The water swatter says if I drive to Oklahoma, man, I got, I'm going to be driving everywhere if I do all of this stuff. My wife's not going to forget some what I There great lakes like. to fish in Oklahoma. There really is. I'm not that far from Grand Lake of the Cherokees. Uh, it's just across the line there. And um, that is, I know this is terrible to say, but that's kind of on my bucket list, lakes to fish, because they have great big blues in there. And I think it's an underutilized lake to catch big fish. Thank you, Philip. Mark and Lyle, thank you so much for having me on here tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I know it's a little bit different than uh, than the regular Thursday night show, but... You know what? We're all about learning and teaching people. If you can teach people something, you'll help them catch more fish. And that's what we want to do. Absolutely. And I want to remind everybody in chat that you're, if you're not subscribed to Josh's channel, The Weekend Angler, he does videos like this every Saturday, and they're top-notch stuff. They are. So and, make uh, sure you go over there, set yeah. the bell notification, so when he has his, uh, what is what is it called, the Saturday? Uh, short Tip Saturday. Short Tip Saturday comes out. You can make sure to watch it. He, he does a lot of good stuff. This week we're going to be putting okay, uh, this week we're going to be putting a transducer onto a motor guide XI3. That's the electric steer trolling motor. Mm -hmm. and, uh, the problem with those is the shaft goes all the way up. Uh, 
when you put when you deploy and stow that motor, so you can't zip tie to the shaft. But we've got a workaround on that that's going to let you. Uh, I'll be I'll be watching. Just Absolutely, sure I don't have a motor guard, but I want to see it. It'll work with my Altera too, I imagine. Jay Fox Hunter, thank you for that. I, 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 we'll just, I'll just have to make a trip one of these days. I'll try some of that stuff that Mark sent me, then I'll just go to Bass. As bad as I hate to, the world's biggest Bass Pro Shop is 35 miles from me. You better make sure they got it in stock, because I've been to Cabela's where they've been bone out of that. The problem with me going down there is it's so crowded and so congested, and they get to pushing and shoving in lines and stuff, and next thing you know, I'm all... Got a case of the red ass. Uh, back back in January when we were down there after we uh, after we ate lunch with y'all, we uh, we stopped in Thanks, and Lance. we went to that uh, Bass Pro Outlet. That is yes. right that that little store was awesome, and it's got a lot of good deals on it. I used to buy. I have a Thompson Contender and a bunch of specialty shell but barrels for it, and. They're all 14-inch pistol barrels, and I'd go in there, and I could buy the Simmons four-power pistol scopes that people had returned for 60 bucks. Oh, man. And I bought every one they'd get in there. I would make two or three stops there a week on my way home, and if they had one, I'd buy it. If they had two, I'd buy them, well, you I know, bought, just to get them. I bought the last of their Cat Max reels back in January. They had three of them sitting there, and I snatched all three of them up. So, Tristan Dennis, thank you so much. Do you work in the one in Springfield? It looks like he works in the call center. And, yeah, Matt, oh, okay. is definitely the same as Bass Pro now. Yeah. Bass Pro bottom up. And thanks for subbing, Uncle Jeep. We appreciate you, bud. Yes, we do. And, and, and – if you like this kind of content, we can get more guests like this on, but you have to let us know. And one of the best ways you can do is to like and subscribe and share these videos out if you like them so other people can enjoy them. We're trying to get our name at the top of the page when people go checking out Panfish uh, stuff on YouTube. So help us out if you can. Make sure that you subscribe to Mark's Catfish and Crappie and to Josh's Weekend Angler uh, YouTube channel. You will not be disappointed. And while you're at it, run over there and hit up Fishing with the Chad. Now you're yeah, pushing it. Yeah, I am pushing that. He, he's fun to watch anyway. You give him a hard time, too. So. Yeah, you can. He takes it really well. That's awesome, Tristan. I, you know, I'm glad to, glad to see some of the local people in here. Has a few pink nibbles. Okay, um, the the issue is um, most of the people that are on our stuff, as big as Springs, Springfield is the third largest city in the state of Missouri, but not that many people around here uh, deals with catfishing. Most of them are bass and crappie guys, and 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 I don't know. I know there's some people that fish for bluegills, but I don't know any of them. And, and we're learning. This this panfish stuff is, is something new to us. The only reason I ever used to catch them was for bait. Now I like to catch them just because I like to catch them. I do both at the same time. I enjoy catching them for bait. Oh, yeah, they're fun. I tell you what, we, we caught one the other night, caught a, caught a big, healthy uh, little grassy lake bluegill on one of those Whisker Seeker ice rods, and that thing was a blast. I had I I had never caught a fish on that little 38-inch rod. I bought that thing for Caitlin. And uh, that thing. Well, it, that thing will handle a big fish. I got a 16-pound yeah. channel on one of them. 
You got that. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, Josh. What'd you say? You broke up. It was like day one at Mendota that you got that, wasn't it? That was the first catfish I got while I was there. You were in. Uh, you were in our day one Mendota video. You were in the background catching that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was another good video. Check that out on Josh's channel, folks. You're right, Matt. It is crazy being that close to rock water. Swatter said, I'd rather eat bluegill than any fish swimming. I love them. They're great. Yes. They are. I can't I like wait to try the perch. I can't wait to try those yellow perch. <laughs> Betty's been on the yellow perch a couple days this week. Did you see that, Lyle? Yeah, I did. Crappie Day Fish on. Local. Yes. Mount Vernon, Missouri. Woohoo! Welcome. Looks like I'm going to have to move to Missouri. Yeah. David Martin, still want to know, Mark, how you get a big catfish on an eight-inch ice hole. We drilled two, <laughs> two holes, buddy. And we don't catch flathead in the winter at all. Flathead don't bite in the winter for the most yeah. part. Every now and then somebody gets lucky or or they snag it in the mouth, which I don't claim to to know anything about, but I don't right. get flathead in the winter. I know where the flathead are sleeping in the winter. I don't go near them, but. Papa Ed says we have left the Fort Wayne area is a sports. All we have left in Fort Wayne area is a sportsman's warehouse. Um, damn, I hate to hear that. It's for the internet. I'm sure there's a couple of places yeah. out there that'll offer those supplies. Tristan Dennis, I am so glad to know that that uh, you're that close. Crappie day. That's where I'm at. Nice. Very cool. Very cool, folks. Thank you so much for being a part of our show tonight. We have absolutely had a blast. We've been sitting here for nearly two hours. Mark. We've been time tonight, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is. Um, uh, we usually don't go this long, but um, Josh, thank you for everything you've done to help us out. We had a blast with you tonight. We'll get you back on here, I'm quite sure. Uh, but we learned a lot. You, you've helped us understand how fluid beds work and how to powder coat. Mile and uh, Mark, it's been an honor to be on here. Love being on here with you guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, hope hope I was able to teach somebody something tonight. And if uh, anybody has any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Send me a message through Facebook or uh, email me or something, and we'll. Uh, I give I give you a shout, and uh, I'll try to find the link to where I bought that particular fluid bed. If somebody is interested, I can. You might need to do a short tip Saturday on how to build your own fluid bed. I know there's a lot of uh, resources out there on how to do that. There's yes, there is. And uh, I've actually That's been trying to uh, build my own containers because these things, uh, I don't mind paying the guy that builds these because he does such a good job, but uh, they're about $6 a container. So I could buy a. Oh, I that's buy, not bad at all. No, no. But you can build them a lot cheaper. Don't burn, Ernie says, don't burn your finger or get a hook in your finger. Gotcha. That's right. <laughs> that's great advice. That's good advice. <laughs> good advice right there. Josh, the, it, was a, it was a pleasure having you on. I really appreciate your time. Crappie day fish on. Tristan, I work at Springfield also. <laughs> Small of world. Is in here tonight. A lot, a lot of people. We're getting more and more people watching Panfish Nation. Um, I predicted when we started this, Mark, if you remember, that in a short period of time, it would be as big or bigger than Catfish Weekly. I don't think it's going to make it in a year. I had thought maybe it might catch them in the first year. But 
if we can do it in the first two or three years, I'll be very happy. And as long as we keep having great guests like Josh and outstanding people in chat makes the show go so smooth. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> and right. it's been fun. But now we got to cut out of here because I have to go across the hall. These these only hold so much, but when it's gone, it has to go someplace. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Everybody in chat, have a wonderful evening. Get out there and fish this weekend. We'll see you uh, uh, Monday on Catfish Weekly and then my show afterwards. And uh, I may be fishing live tomorrow. I haven't decided yet, so keep an and eye out. And we might be, too, if everything goes right. And if it don't, you know what? There's always the next day. Thanks Absolutely. for watching, everybody. See you soon. Have a good one. Have a good night.